hello once again. Uh, hopefully I'll one day reach a place with this where I don't have to include a disclaimer warning you that the audio just sounds absolutely awful in the upcoming footage. This time the problem was my audio. I don't know what went wrong, because uh, I had spent an hour and a half testing the optimal way for things to sound, and then it ended up just awfully. I don't, I don't, I don't know, what, I don't know what happened. Um, so again, I'm sorry about that. Uh, I'll get it figured out at some point, though. Hopefully, hopefully this is a one-time thing. Uh, we'll see in the future. Um, anyway, thank you for listening, and please enjoy the show. If you have turned on the computer and used the internet in the past 20 years, then you may have found that philosophy is making a resurgence in a big way. You just may not have recognized it, considering it goes by different names now, such as spirituality and existentialist crises. My name is Fidget Rin, and in this podcast, I aim to explore those pop philosophy questions that have never been dared to be asked. Welcome, and please enjoy The New Craze. Let's get this thing started for real. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I hope my intro is good. I haven't made it yet. This <laughs> like your intro music or the intro where I'm like, hi, welcome to the show. And yeah, music, whatever, the whole mm-hmm. deal. I'm trying to get a whole bunch of stuff recorded and then I can edit it and then just have a few weeks of content and I can just yeah. shit it out yep. after week and yeah. And give yourself some more time so that you're you and yeah, that way. I don't lose motivation like after it doesn't do well in the first week. I have everything already made and ready to upload. Yes. Besides, like, pilot, okay, the whole concept of, like, a pilot is so bullshit to me because the pilot is never representative of how the whole thing will actually go down, you know? Right, yeah. Um, oh, hey, this is my friend Michaela, by the way. She agreed to be a, the guest on the show for this week. Uh, this is actually the second one I've done. Uh, Josh, my my other friend Josh beat you to it earlier this morning. <laughs> oh man, that's all right. Sorry. I suppose but I'll survive. It, yeah, if it makes you feel any better, that one was super awkward though, and I'm hoping this one ends up being a much better episode. Well, I'm I'm generally live my life in a grand attempt not. I hope I can help you out there. Awesome. Um, so philosophy. I know it's not your, like, cup of tea. Um, well, I like sipping all kinds of teas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm a big fan of Earl Grey, but, you know, sometimes I'm not trying to wake up in the morning. I'm trying to go to sleep at night, so I switch to chamomile. Ironically, uh, I'm allergic to chamomile, so I hope this is not a chamomile podcast. Well, we'll find out if you're allergic to philosophy or not here in a second. <laughs> um, all right. <laughs> Uh, so a branch of philosophy I think you might be interested in just because of other conversations we've had, um, is philosophy of mind, which in like classical, like, uh, in classic, uh, academic terms, you start talking about stuff like dualism or like the mind body connection, whether or not like our consciousness is something that exists or like whether we're souls or stuff like that. Uh, but in like philosophy. Uh, yeah, in terms of pop philosophy, you start getting into stuff like spirituality, um, psychedelics, and how that alters your state of mind, rather than like talking about the physical side effects of psychedelics. That's where you start getting into like how does it affect our way of thinking? You know, what am I experiencing when I'm on psychedelics? That's kind of where uh, 
pop Phil takes it just more of like a spiritual way of thinking about it rather than or a spiritual way of thinking about the mind rather than like the like um scientific way and so it's very easy to have non-academic discussions about the mind which is why i think it's a great you know, kind of launching point okay um, yeah i'm down for brains right, yeah. let's do it um so to start off diving right into the deep end <laughs> uh there's That's the only place you should dive oh yeah for sure um that's why, that's why we're diving. I don't want to wade into this. I want to just, you know, I don't want to hold it. I don't want to pull any punches. You know, I just. All right, let's do gonna... it. Do a flip. Okay. So this is going to be kind of a lengthy explanation. Feel free to cut me off at any time. Um, I'm ready. So the uh, idea that circulates uh, through the uh, philosophers uh, that believe in a distinction between the body and the mind. Um, and that's the idea of like panpsychism where like, it's not just our bodies that have this connection. The all matter has this connection to some degree. It's just not everything has enough, a strong enough connection to, you know, be conscious to be like thinking like, you know, like everything down to like rocks have this connection between the mind and the body but there's no like framework there for the rocks to interact with the mind at all so it doesn't okay if that makes sense it does yeah um, so yeah that's kind of where i want to start us off today is just kind of this idea of like okay everything is uh you know has a mind and so specifically i was kind of thinking about earlier today i was thinking about how if everything is a mind and we're minds then, you know, through stuff like meditation or something, we could uh, try to like, uh, you know, well, sorry, through meditation, you can kind of like manipulate how your mind works, you know, you can kind of isolate it from what your body is and just operate in like this pure minded state. In fact, that's why I like that, that. That's how you like help with anxiety is you get away from the biological response. And you just kind of try and isolate yourself within just the mind, not your body. Okay. Yeah, that, I mean, that does seem like the goal of meditation. No, <laughs> yeah. No promises, uh, though. Oh, uh, yeah. I've never been able to do it. Um, but I was thinking that, like, if you could do it properly and to a strong enough extent, that maybe you could even, like, start manipulating the mindedness of matter around you. Oh, you know, like, okay, okay. And touching other objects. And like instilling part of your mind into those objects. And then, yeah, it's so like you could like lift them up and like manipulate. Like, so you're, there's a connection between your mind and your matter. And there's a connection between other things, minds and other things matter. So if you, if everything has a mind that's connected to matter then you could reach out, influence that mind and use it to affect the matter that it's attached to. Okay. All right. I've been reading up on some witchcraft stuff. And, okay. And crystals are, like, to me, the most interesting part of witchcraft, and that's exactly what you're talking. About. You just like send whatever vibes you want into the appropriate crystal, and then it performs duties or actions for you. Right. Uh, crystals are an interesting test case. They're actually. Um, I'm glad we're kind of on the same page here. 
but uh, crystals are interesting because that's that connection is actually almost like entirely physical from the way I understand it. Just in the fact that like you know crystals supposedly have like different wavelengths that they like. Yeah, uh, yeah, they have. You can uh, like sense their vibes pretty much. Right, and yeah, their vibrations, literally vibrations, uh -huh. are causing vibrations and kind of the you know energy around you yes um like the physical energy around you and your physical energy if it matches up then you can channel those vibrations and kind of interact using it, it just alters your state of mind basically or you can alter the world around you using if you like kind of deflect that vibration back out into the world rather than receiving yes it. or like you can store up vibrations to be used later you know interesting yeah i haven't i honestly haven't read up all that much on uh so like crystal what's that called uh it, i, I would know. just call it the study of chris i don't think it's christology or anything. okay Chris christmas maybe it's christmas <laughs> it's christmas all right yeah all right so <laughs> all right i'll get you some nice i got quartz crystals stocked up and we'll just do some vibe experiments it sounds wonderful. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't laugh. This is a very serious conversation. Well, um, um, I mean, I'm not joking. Right. I was 100% serious this entire time. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. So back... Did somebody start a weed whacker up at 5pm on a Friday? You gotta wait till the sun goes down. Can you hear... That way... Is that something that's audible on your end? No, definitely not. Okay. I feel like 5 p.m. is the ideal time to weed whack because, like, the weeds have been reaching up towards the sun all day. So you can, like, cut them as low as possible <laughs> while they're erect. Like, in a non-ironic way, I love that idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, I'm glad. So I start, so for the first episode, I tried using my, like, you know, super expensive condenser microphone. And what I've realized is that thing's good for a lot of things, but just picking up my straight voice and isolating out other sounds is not one of them. And I'm thinking that I just fucking I'm gonna just gonna use my phone. Because if you can't hear this super loud weed whacker that's going on behind me. No. Mm -mm. And then my like sound isolation is really on point and it's picking up my voice in a really like clear, consistent way and Shout out to the evolution of technology. Yeah, dude. 20, like, phones are crazy now. Like, my phone, like, with my phone, I ostensibly don't need any other piece of technology. Like, if I want something that's, like, super nice beyond the point that I need my phone, then, like, I don't, then, yeah, I should get that. Like, if I want a, you know, camera that's, you know, capable of taking, like, 16k pictures then sure Toast. like my phone can take pictures at 8k listen i have a dslr camera and because of the convenience of using my phone instead and the quality of pictures i can get i haven't used my dslr in like a couple of years yeah that's what i'm saying and like you have to have like some some knowledge of how the technology works with dslr and like the phones are so much more user friendly it's just you turn it on you turn on the automatic settings it does it and, all like, for google you. or whatever uh -huh. yeah yeah. Like, it's to the point where I can just take a picture and in a couple hours, 
Google will send me a picture on like Google Photos where they've just like optimized it. Yes. Oh, and it'll org- they'll organize all your photos for you too by like people, yeah, it's events, cr- sport, obviously time. It's yeah, it's so easy on your I should phone. point out before I say this that I'm not sponsored by anybody, particularly not Samsung. But uh, so my phone has like an application called Samsung Dex. And essentially, if you plug it into a computer, or if you plug it into a special dock that connects to just like a regular monitor, your phone just becomes like a desktop. What? Like you can get this dock, like just like an HDMI monitor or like a TV, and then you can plug a keyboard and mouse into that dock as well as your phone. And you can just use your phone like a desktop. The idea is you don't ever need a laptop anymore. You just have one of these docks at your office and one at your home. Yeah. And sign me up, honestly. Then you can- yeah, you don't need a bag or anything unless you have like papers, but who does that anymore? No. You know, you just have your phone in your pocket and then you just bring that to work and then plug that in and that's your computer. And then you can still even use it as a phone. Like you can take calls on the hand, on the like holding your hand and take calls or like send a text through your phone while you're like editing a document. On, like it's, it's fucking that's crazy. Like I don't use it because office. I don't yeah cool it's 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 well like because like i i looked into that back when like google casting first became a thing i'm like oh yeah you can put it on your tv and it, it really sucked like it was so mm-hmm. bad um but like this is this could like it, it, it it's crazy that my phone has like the same level of processing power than like my chromebook yeah from my no back. And I mean, you're not going to game on it, but you'll time. get the vast majority of functions that you need done. And you can you can do it on your phone. The only problem with the phone is that most of the time, like, typing for long periods of time and the screen size become inconvenient. But, yeah, if you can just right, like, plug right, it right. in to a monitor, bing, bang, boom, you're ready to go. That takes away the vast majority of the problems that you encounter working on your phone long term. Yeah. That's amazing. Wow, this is what a like wild segue. Yes, yes. Just, like, <laughs> Sidebar our opinions on technology. Like I was genuinely interested in that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> um All right, so we're putting our vibes into rocks. Uh, oh yeah, vibes into rocks and well so I was rather than vibes, the, the distinction that I think is important is like the mind is something not physical. Like vibes, from what I understand and how they work, is mo- it's, it's like sound. Where it is like a like, physical wave. Sound. Okay. Yeah, exactly. And that's something that you have that those crystals have, and adjusting your own physical wave by some spiritual means is what allows you to interact with those crystals. Um, what I'm talking about is more like something beyond even physical wave forms. We don't. There could be physical. We just don't know enough about it. We have no way of knowing enough about it to like define it. Okay. As like. So are we talking like telepathy here? It. <laughs> it could be if you could just like hook up your mind to somebody else's mind, then it could work. That yeah. Way. Um. But uh, no. So like, um, it's so hard to define. A mind, and this is part of why physicalism and dualism is like such like a schism, is because you either like kind of innately understand 
what somebody's trying to describe when they try to describe a mind or you just don't get it like i've had this problem trying to discuss this with other people like outside of a comedy podcast like sorry to break the fourth wall for a second but outside of a comedy podcast about like making up random bullshit theories um like i've had to try i've tried to like have this conversation it's just hard to get it if you don't just it's because get it's it. an abstract like the way i can kind of describe it and you can't really describe any physical boundaries it it's hard it's not right, tangible right, it's exactly. difficult to understand um so i've always tried to kind of describe it like in serious terms as like a soul but not like a spiritual like but not like a like religious okay. thing it's or it's it's more just like the thoughts you're having like you have your brain that's generating experiences and then you have the mind that's experiencing those experiences yeah I, I mean it does to me it does um yeah uh i had a friend who just wasn't getting it and eventually he started describing something called the human element when it came to like why we can't make decisions why we can make decisions despite everything being causal and i was like yes that human element is the mind that i was trying to describe it is like something beyond something that can escape the physical constraints of reality um okay so back behind the fourth wall we're rebuilding it and going right. back into break by break. uh take that mm -hmm. mind um and if you have it like connected so like this whole time i've i'm kind of just sitting in my room i'm using my phone so i'm not really having anything to look at and i'm holding it four inches away from my face so i'm just sitting here perfectly still behind my pop filter and like right in front of me in my like field of vision is this blue moon cam. Um, so this is just my example because I've just I've been like seriously fighting with this cam this entire time. <laughs> this is deadly serious. Um, Sorry. Uh, so I'm thinking like, um, so if I can like hook up my mind with the mind of the blue moon cam which is entirely possible if panpsychism is a thing to be able to manipulate your mind such that it for like rejoins the continuum beyond the confines of your own like head okay you know and just kind of goes out into this like chaotic world of like pure minds and then sifts through all that information to isolate the whatever piece of that mind is hooked up to the blue moon cane and use that to alt to like manipulate it like so like essentially saying i could like you know lift out reach out my hand and kind of close my eyes and sort of like reach up with my uh hand and have like the blue moon can kind of rise with my hand okay can you visualize that yes. is that something I can visualize this. I am absolutely positive that I have seen representations of this in... Yeah, it's just such an abstract concept to me, and it's hard for me to describe it. It's almost like I'm exuding some sort of, like, force on this object. Yeah. And able to... Yeah, so we're, we're kind of on the same page here. Like, I'm using the force of my own will to reach out into this headspace and grab the mind of something else and kind of using that mind to manipulate other things consciousness and you could even use it maybe not to like uh um maybe not to like force somebody to do something but maybe give them like subtle suggestions okay. using this 
force. So, like, um, we're talking, like, fourth level of Inception. You just, like, hint. And then they can, like, take it away yeah, yeah. on their own. So, like, uh, if you're, like, driving down the road and uh, a cop pulled you over and they're like, hey, your car kind of smells like weed. Uh, I need to, like, look through your car. You could just kind of wave your hand at them and go, this is not the weed you're looking for. And yes. they're like, all right, yeah, you're right. That's what I'm looking for. And then they just let you drive I away. I love this concept. I love the idea that I could just, like, down on my living room floor and connect into this, like, almost, like, astral interweb of just, like, minds, right? And then just suggest in such a way i mean now we're not talking about like mind control here i don't want to mind control anybody yeah that's there's so many ethical issues with that we're not talking about that no, because i hate ethics I don't, so we're not we're not but touching that. i mean look if i want pizza for dinner and somebody else wants tacos i want pizza so perhaps i could suggest right but the whole idea behind that is that like pizza's still that person would still that's enjoy true. pizza even if they think they have tacos. Like I think that's the important distinction there. Is like they they have to uh, like be considering the alternative already. Just the subtle push, yes. rather than using your work and reaching out with your mind and kind of like, hey. like yes, they're they're this cop walking up to the car. There's two options. It could be weed. It could not be weed. Without the weed, he's got a lot less paperwork. He'd probably prefer that anyway. So just a quick suggestion, and boom, you're in. He's out. Have a nice day. You got it. We're 100% on the same page. So, okay, to take this concept even further. So, um... We're not, nobody's like certain about what happens when they die. Like there's people who think they're certain, but most people would call that certainty fake. Yeah. Um. But so nobody's like one hundred percent, like on a rational level, like certain about exactly. It what would be utterly impossible when you die. There's no way you could know. Right. So my my sort of theory is that like when your brain shuts off, that connection just kind of dies between your mind and your body, and you just kind of return back to whatever that chaotic soup is. You have no way to interpret that. You have nothing to process that information anymore. And so the mind is just, it's just static, basically. You know, there's no, there's so much information out there and there's nothing no hardware to sift through okay yeah 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 i see it's um so what if while you were still alive you were practicing enough with this mysterious you know um i just i feel like i keep i'm still drawn to the word force because that's just what it feels like it is to me you know um so I'm just going to keep using that word. I don't really know where I'm getting it from. You know, it's just, it feels like when I'm like thinking about the like action I'm using to get there, it's just, I feel like I'm exerting I mean, some sort of like force of my will. Force so just, to describe you know. a lot of th- gravity's a force. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All these things we can't see. And that's just why, that's just why it feels natural to use this word in the circumstance. So same, you gain enough control of this, let's call it a force. Um, 
while you're still alive such that you can still manipulate it you're still able to interpret that information on a purely mental level after you leave the body yes right to the point that you can still return to other people's minds and still interact with them to the point that they might even be able to see you so we're talking about oh so they can see you yeah like you'd still be able to talk to them and like depending on the level of like force you exert on their mind maybe it's like some sort of echoey thing or maybe you can even see like some sort of hazy vision appearing in front of you remains a part of the people to whom you're connected to through that force yeah yeah, yeah okay, exactly yes. to the point like we're in like time of crisis if they're watching over you and they feel strongly they enough to help you then they're able the to barrier and present themselves right. to you and it works even better if they're already acquainted with this force like if you're like if you're in a lot of trouble and you're in a time of crisis and you're not super, you're not meditating very hard, you know, you're not exerting your will through the universe in the way you should be, they can reach out and be like, hey, use Get the force, Michaela. Together. Get it together. Use the force, I mean, Michaela. I think, and I think so, that, that would be not only monumental, but I think it would be really comforting to know that you've got this support on the other side of whatever this like ethereal support knowing that they and that ability remains with you right right I right, think right that's genius and you know i might be confusing at first but i think eventually i mean and with practice of course that's the whole point I... is you know over time continuing to practice with this force you would become better and better at manipulating it and um, it would become less right. confusing. I, I mean, that just seems the nature of practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Like, I think, I don't know. It's just such a wild. But you, I mean, you concept. might be onto something. I, don't know. I just, I feel like, I feel like not enough people are talking I, about it. I, but okay, but it's kind of akin to, like, meditating and reaching that state of nirvana, but. It's like the opposite. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like a lot of people talk about meditation, but they're not talking enough about, like, like they talk about the practical use, like, oh, it cures your depression. That's... Who cares? Like, that doesn't want work to for be me. Immortal. Is that so much to yeah. ask? That's all I've really for. I, I don't think there's any ethical issues with being immortal at all. Like, I don't think it, like, removes our humanity no, to any degree. I... So I think that. Trying to become immortal is a perfectly if anything, sane thing honestly, to do. I feel like immortality would almost bring more of a human element into it because you are, you are seeing. You yes, are perfectly but human. You're also witnessing generations and generations and generations of other humans, and you get the benefit of seeing just how human humanity really is. So, in essence, like removing the thing that distinguishes humans from like deities or gods once you remove that really all somebody can do is yes. become more human yeah i think that instills humanity in, in which in, it, in such a degree that it couldn't be removed what a God, sorry i shouldn't be laughing this is a very serious conversation um <laughs> <laughs> Just, 
Oh, God. Yeah. Where do you even <laughs> go from that? What's the launching point from, like... Removing humanity makes you more human? <laughs> exactly. What's the, where do we go from here? Well, I mean, we could uh, go well, to that real plane and, you know... <laughs> You're going back... I, I was talking about more, like, for this podcast... <laughs> <laughs> well luckily we're already at around 30 minutes and i feel like i don't need a lot of extra time i feel like I feel we like kind of nailed did, this one honestly. i feel like this is like an a plus <laughs> we went over witchcraft and star wars and cell, and phones. cell phones which that wasn't really philosophy no but, but you gotta have some filler so yeah welcome so I hope your experience with pop, your first experience with pop philosophy has been a good one. Did I ever say the name of the show at any point in this? I'll have to include that in the intro. It's called The New Craze. Um, that's, the, that, that's the name of this podcast. Yeah, you know, I mean, I've, um, I've heard you talk about pop philosophy and like I've been a part of those discussions, but only to a certain point. And I, I do, I would say that my yeah. first genuine experience talking about this has been a good one. So thank you for including me in that. Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much. Do you have like anything you want to plug at all? Like it could be something you do. It could be something that you're interested in that you want um, to see succeed. You know, I, I have to say that as far as podcasts go, I've become a big listener only, I would say in the last few months or year or so now, a year or so. And my favorite podcast is not another D&D podcast. And it's a delight. Okay. I would recommend it to anybody who does or doesn't like Dungeons and Dragons. It's hilarious. There's a lot of dirty jokes. And, you know, people die and come back to life. And I feel like that some of those things really connect with our pop film podcast that we've done today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I like D&D. It's such a good way. Like, not ironically, like, not breaking the fourth wall again. D&D is such a great way to explore, like, metaphysical concepts that couldn't, because, like, you're already removing yourself a little bit from, like, what you yes. think is possible. Just such a great space to, like, explore what, yeah, how you actually view the world if you weren't, like, how you would view the world if the physical rules that you think are true. And then you true. can do it over and over and over again. So you can do, you can pick a new perspective every single time yeah and even if it's something that you don't truly believe it like just confirms what you do believe you know like just kind of confirming via negation Agreed. which i think is an important thing which you know maybe it's a good time to bring this up second episode like maybe that's like the real world value that this thing has is bringing up crazy beliefs to kind of like you either sympathize with it a little, but like you should also like also recognizing the ways that it's wrong to kind of like look. Even our even our favorite heroes have faults. Consider what. You yeah. So. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me. This has been a wonderful experience. Thanks. I I'll have to keep up um, with the new craze. Yeah. I'll see how long it takes. I don't honestly don't think I'm gonna have to edit this one at all, except cut out the beginning where you're trying to find headphones <laughs> but if you think um, that's necessary <laughs> it might be um so this one should be going up 
like I honestly kind of want to do this one first, but that would kind of ruin the continuity of it. And you'll figure it out. You've got a little time. I'll see. Yeah, I'm already mostly done editing the first Bless. one. Anyway, so chugging them out, Chug chugging them out. Yeah, Chug no, chugging along. Jesus. Yeah, Cranking them out as I think. Just mushed sort of. two things together that didn't belong together. <laughs> so. <laughs> All right, and on that note, it has been wonderful talking to you, and I hope you. Hey, let me know if you ever want to do this again, because. Uh, I'm definitely going to still need guests after I get this first Yeah, I mean, hit me so, up. So. I'm really not doing anything else at the moment. So, you know, COVID-19, hashtag pandemic, hashtag quarantine, hashtag I'm bored at home, I'm <laughs> yeah, at home we're bored. All there. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, you enjoy your editing. Thank you all again. Right. And uh, hit me up. Yes. Thanks. Yeah, we'll Bye. do. Bye. Okay, as we're wrapping up, I just want to thank Michaela one more time for being on the show, and I also want to thank her family for giving her a pair of headphones to use for that recording. Uh, it made her recording sound really good, but for some reason mine still sounds like trash. For some reason it only sounds like trash, specifically during the call between us it sounds like, so I'll have to find some other way to record. Um, I hope I get it figured out soon. Well, anyway... Uh, thank you all for listening. It's been a real pleasure. Um, this podcast has actually been a lot of fun to record, so uh, uh, hopefully it's as fun to listen to. Um, if you'd like to stay in contact with me after the show is over, you can follow me at New Craze Pod on Twitter, and I'll have some other contact things set up at some point, but for now, Twitter's the only way that I've got going on. So yeah, that's at New Craze Pod on Twitter. Uh, and uh, I still don't have a catchphrase yet. Uh, so <laughs> goodbye for now. <laughs>